And we are back for the post-game coverage of today's game against the of the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Arizona Cardinals. I am your host, Anthony, of the Rule of the Jungle podcast, here with my co-host, Will Appleton. Shalom. Oh. So, on that note, uh, Will, what do you what do you think of today? Well, you know, I I dipped into my Ric Flair bag this week, and if you guys uh, are not uh, did not listen to the pre uh, pregame, you know, the guy missed a treat here. You, you missed the you missed the dissection of this team's offense and defense. I won't say almost to a T. You, you damn near called it to a T, dude. Yes. I saw like yes. almost every look, every yes. look that you thought that you yes. said that they were likely they going to like run, to try to run against us. That, I, yeah, I, they ran. I also seen them do a couple things that Tennessee did stunt wise. It actually did work. It worked a couple times for a couple sacks. But they went away from it really quick. Well, because we. Well, that's why we'll get into that in a minute. You know. So, we'll get away. But, uh, what happens when you get it dropped on you, you know? But so far, but so far with what we ended up calling, yeah, it went exactly the way you, the way you predicted it in the pregame on defensively. Offensively, we knew pretty much who we, who who the threats were. We knew yeah. James Conner. You couldn't let him get a head of steam, a single headed steam going. And we did. Otherwise, if he would have gotten going, that would have been that. We didn't let him get going and let him go through. Marquise Hollywood Brown. I think he got one touchdown on us, didn't he? He, he made some plays, man. He made some plays. Made some plays. He got one touchdown. But I mean, overall, he had ten targets and only four receptions. So that's huge. Yeah. Anytime you can 50-50 somebody as far as targets and receptions, that's big time. You know? Yeah, no, that's like if they're going to that's their guy, right? If they go to him ten times and you allow less than anything less than uh six catches is, is doing a very good job. Yeah, that goes without saying. Uh, yeah, four, I'm, I'm agreeing. So, no, I'm agreeing so, with you hundred percent. There you go. I uh even Ertz, right? Oh yeah, Ertz he had, uh, only, he had a touchdown, but he had only two catches, which is less than I thought they would do. Yeah, Ertz. Uh, but the uh, yeah, the only thing there were some areas of what we considered to be potential problems, but overall it was uh, it was a much better showing. Uh, right, because Dobbs is what uh, he's fifteen to thirty-two. That's hey, that's gonna get it done against just about anybody. Period. You know, fifteen of thirty-two. Oh yeah. Man. That's 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 pressure. That's good coverage. You know, that's not a not a ton of missed tackles. We had a couple plays, a uh, couple plays kind of go awry, and, and a couple big run plays. Yeah, they had a couple of them. They had two. So, Connor had one, and then um, uh, Rondo Moore had one. I forgot they doubled him in there running back, which I thought I thought I mentioned that. Oh yeah, that they slide him in there running back, which they did against Dallas as well. No, I get that. So, but it did it uh, I'm gonna say this. What do you think? Uh, you want to go ahead and just jump into cover, jump into covering our takeaways from each. Uh, yeah, let's go. From each uh, each area of yep, the yep, game. Yep, yep. So, let me go ahead and jump right into it. Get after it. So, what do you think? You want to start offense or defense? Well, normally, you know, I like to save defense for last. 
right? But you want to go do? You want to? I want to do defense first. I'm excited. I'm excited. They're, okay. Because their defense did exactly what I thought they did. All right. So then, on that note, we're gonna take a quick. We're gonna transition into the defensive half of the show. All right, we are back. We're going to start with defense and give our defensive takeaways. So, without further ado, I'm going to let my co-host Will go first. Will, what what were your takeaways from the from both from both defense? Or well, matter of fact, you know what? Let's start with ours. If you want to work in, there's so do it that way. So you have the floor, sir. So first off, the. One of the key, the, uh, one of the key sacks. I guess I'll go right to, I'll go right to some of the um, I go some of the takeaways. Well, the the rushing yards basically were inflated by two plays on their part. Yeah. So the rushing yards was one forty two, right for them. But some of that we allowed or that we yeah, uh, that, that we allowed that we allowed. Yeah. No, we're doing, I'm doing, we're doing our, our defense. Yeah. Right? But those are inflated by two big plays. Yeah. Take those away. We did, we did, they had a pedestrian running game. Which we, we did a very great great job at, at, at that. Game. Of course. You know. And it was some nagging penalties on the defense. You know. And there was some, a uh, couple of, you know, a couple of missed calls uh, in general. Which I'll get to once we get to the offense side of the ball. But what were, what were the uh, defensive penalties that uh, that you saw? We have four penalties in total. Just on our defense alone? No, it's four four total on the team. So we're what? So we're two and two offense, two and two defense. I think it was. Uh, we had yeah, we had one uh, one hold, one. Yeah, no, yeah, it was two and two. Two okay. and two. That's, so there Because that's, that's about what I saw. They were minimal defensively. Yeah. Very minimal. One was, I think, de- if if I'm not mistaken, one was defensive holding. Yes. And I think, wasn't there a defensive pass interference? I think there was a pass interference. Yes. That's right. Great question. Carry on, sir. Great question. So, you want to go by just the stats, you know, and... Had, you know, defense had three sacks. Yeah, two what interceptions. Really we had two yeah. intercept. Was it two or was it three interceptions thrown? Because they put a lot of. They put definitely it put. It was two. It could have been three. Could have been four or five. We dropped like three. We had, our, we had our hands on three more. We had two interceptions, but it could have been five technically. But I mean, the key here, here so we held them to four of eleven on third downs, right? And of those four third downs, none of those were rushing first downs by Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, because the very first was a key on defense to stop them from doing that there. That goes without saying, because yep. the first uh, interception that got thrown was uh, was right directly to Cam Taylor Britt, and for the love of God, for, yeah. Thank God for the blocking that was on that play. Well, what happened? They pretty much allowed him to walk it, literally walked it right in. 
Here's what happened on that play. We, zone, we get a zone blitz, and we dropped Hubbard right back into his line of sight, which made him throw the ball a little higher than what he wanted. And which was that? Which was able higher, to? Which was tip, which was able to intercept it. So which was basically when Cam was back making the read, he was able to come up and take advantage of it yeah, well, the, right the, within the, his line of sight. Right, because well, he couldn't throw it right to the receiver. He could throw it right to Hubbard. He didn't think Hubbard was going to drop off. Drop right in the way. You know, as I mentioned, a lot of these defensive takeaways, I talk about the other teams. I always talk about the guy who could drop, who couldn't. Well, I said a long time ago, Sam Hubbard's the guy that – that they he's have the guy to drop. He can drop. He can yeah, drop he's the guy that they're gonna watch. That they're gonna watch because they know he actually has relatively decent coverage skills. I enjoy him dropping into coverage sometimes because it, if done at the right time, it could be a hindrance like like that was. Yes, but it led to a touchdown. It led to a touchdown. It, you know, opening opening drive of theirs. You know, stop them. Yeah, Dax Hill came right Big. in with a sack. Big. I'm gonna say this much. Doing it again. You know, uh, he's doing, doing it, it again. There we go. Every week. And every week because the, he pretty much. And you tell me if I'm if I'm wrong in saying this. The fact that how we got Dax Hill, he's literally he's literally our version of a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Because you can use it. You can play him at either safety spot. You can play him at the nickel corner. You can play him as a slot corner. You can probably play him as outside outside corner even. Yes. That he can play all those spots. He can literally play any spot. <laughs> the fact that the kid can fucking blitz his ass off. Yes. And the kid is lightning quick. I mean, lightning quick. Which leads to my, you know, obviously my, one of my, you know. Which leads me to my number one guy who I said I mentioned right away first. I said, if he plays, he's going to be a problem against DJ Humphrey. And he was. That is <laughs> Ted Hendrickson. That goes, yeah, no, you weren't, you weren't wrong. Two and a half sacks, forced fumble, right? Forced fumble recovered by, by Hubbard. Yeah, my immediate go. There we go. I said it. I called it right away. I said, if he was playing uh, right side, okay. Yeah, yeah. Struggle. I said he can beat Humphreys. He plays. He did play. And then, and I just throw Marcus Murphy out there because he made a tackle on one of the few plays he was in the game. Yeah. Came right in the game, made a tackle. I said, oh, look at that. Who's that guy there? Who's he? Now, let me. Uh, For those who think he's a bust, I keep telling you, it's not about it's not about overly productive when you're not the starter. You know, you come in and do the best you can with your opportunities you get, and he's doing just fine. Now, uh, were there any other takeaways that you? Uh, any other takeaways from the de- uh, from today's performance by the defense? Yeah, there was one other guy who. Uh, well, he only made three tackles, right? He only made one, three tackles, and one assist. Uh, he did exactly what I said he'd do. In case one of the other corners didn't come in, DJ Turner. I told you that is now going to be. He's gonna be. He's going to be at some point. He might be the guy. In other words, he might take over for a woozy. Yes, and, and come. I mean, take over, and then like he, we might forget that we had cheated. He's a faster, smaller version. You, because you saw, you saw his ability to come up and tackle Connor one on one. Yeah, one on one. Was that right when he, right about when he went out? It was before that. Okay. He had a run to the left, right? And he yeah. popped out of there, and he bounced it outside, 
And Turner came flying in and said, nope, I'll just take you down. Five seconds. I'm like, wow, was that fast? And Turner had a couple yeah, plays. Yeah, he's, he's not and afraid. He had a couple plays out and he's there. Not afraid. Like, he's not afraid to come out and come, hit, come and hit you. He had a couple plays out there on the corner, and I'm like, geez. Uh, I, I'm glad we drafted him. He is showing to be, he is proven to be kind of like, um, he is kind of like Dax in his rookie year. Just getting him out there, you can show the difference in, like, you know, his aggression, his speed, his youth. I keep telling everybody, I don't understand why y'all think that letting letting an older veteran go for a younger, faster guy that's going to be on the team a lot longer is a bad thing. I'm like, but I, you also have to, I totally said the secondary I see both, I see would both. not be a problem. You mind I mean, if I interject something in, sure, in on that? Yeah. I see at least in how you explain that. Because I know a lot of people were very, very partial to Jesse Bates. You and I both like Jesse. Love him. But we both saw that, like, my biggest issue with Jesse was he had a tendency to disappear. And you, he would disappear into plays. You wouldn't see him. And then suddenly, you might not see him for a game or two. He's there. You know he's somewhere in the, somewhere in the mix of things. But then all of a sudden, like a few weeks later, he'd pop up and get an interception. It's like, my, my issue was it seems like he always took plays off or wasn't always consistent. I don't know about plays off. I just think Dax Hill's better. Which is why when you Period. see a guy like no, Dax Hill. I think Dax Hill's better. He's a better athlete. And that's where I'm getting. That's where I was getting at. Where, cheaper, but where you, get, where you get a guy like Dax way. Hill. He's younger, more athletic. You can tell he's hungry. The thing is, you keep forgetting, like, Lou didn't go anywhere. Lou is basically the gap between, you know, him and Bates. What Bates knows, right, Lou didn't have to coach Jesse Bates up as much. Jesse Bates has been there. He's a studier. He's smart. He's, he's mostly in the right position. Yeah. But Dax is just so much more athletic and faster. He pops all the time. He did it all every time he's out there. He wasn't even out there a lot. I'm like, look, this kid is, is something special. Jesse he has, ba- the, he has the Jesse Bates is a perennial pro bowler. This kid is a perennial, like, all pro. It's different. Different between a pro bowler and an all pro. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Dax can go down to be the best safety in Bengals history. Really? Yeah. You, you think he's got that? He's got that kind of potential. Yeah. Because when the last time we had one that could probably play out of all the positions, all of them. None to my Never recollection. None that can play all of them. I don't. I don't care where we put Dax Hill at this point. Anywhere, anywhere he's out there, he's a chess piece. He's a chess piece that, that literally can move all over the board. He's uh, that like you the, can the literally bishop. move like the bishop. That you can turn around, around and say right. Yeah, he could turn around and say, "Oh, on this play, I want to run. I'm going to have you blitz. Whatever. I'm going to have you blitz on Mahomes. The bishop. Yeah, bishop can move any direction. I'm not mistaken, right? Is that correct? Bishop. True. There no, you're not so wrong. So he can play free safety, strong safety, slot, outside corner, other outside corner. Doesn't matter. Dime back, whatever, whatever you need to do. Down in the box quickly, linebacker, whatever. Just, just put him out there. He, he was so happy to play. He was playing just any position that we had for him. You know, remember we had Flowers. Covering the tight end. We had Bates and, and Bell. And, and what did we do? We still had to play this kid. We had to. We even got Mike Hilton, designated slot. These guys were designated in those spots, right? Yeah. That's what they do. That's to play all those spots. None of the other ones do. Look, 
I saw Flowers play with uh, that the Falcons. No, the Panthers play with, or the Falcons. I think it's the Falcons. I'm not sure. It's one of the two. He played outside corner. I'm like, now I see why they didn't want him to play outside corner. I can see why. He's too aggressive. He gets too many penalties because he's too aggressive. Talking about Flowers? Yes. Talking about what we had the last year? I'm talking about who, whatever team he was on. He was playing outside corner because they needed yeah, to get injured. Uh, Trey Flowers is on, uh, yeah. on the Falcons. Falcons, yeah. They had him playing outside corner because there's a lot of injuries. I'm like, no, that's not his best spot. And that's the best position. He can play it, but I mean, I can see the, the limitations and, and, and holes in his game. And like, man, I don't feel, I would not. Like, I wouldn't feel as comfortable with him playing outside corner as I would like being covering tight ends. Yeah. So. I don't feel as comfortable, you know. He can be, you know, certain receivers would give him a whole bunch of problems. I don't know how many receivers would give Dak problems. Like major. In other, in other words, in other words, you can see him going against the likes of say a Justin Je- a Justin Jefferson and doing fine. You had to. You yeah. can see him going against the likes of a Tyreek Hill and being yeah, able to yeah. being able to hold his own. Yeah, yeah. You can see him going against the yeah. likes of a uh, Travis Kelsey. It wouldn't be and a, being able to hang in. Right. It hang wouldn't tough. be a total mismatch at all. And don't get me wrong. Dax had some plays last year where he was thrown in there and they got a couple moves on him at Cleveland. Mari Cooper got him a couple times. Like, well, that's because, well, look, he got thrust into it in the middle of the game. If he knew he was going to play corner in that game, right? Yeah. His, his, his focus would be different. He's, remember, special teamer and, and, you know. Yeah, he was mostly on special fourth, teams yeah, last yeah, year. Third corner, fourth corner, whatever. Not even third, he's fourth corner. Come on in when we needed them to play. If one of the corners wasn't there, then the pinks, you know. Now, you see the difference in maturity from one year later. He knew he was playing. He knew he was starting. I did too. I'm like, well, if, if Jesse Bates would have came back, we still had Dax here with him. We'd had Dax out there with him. Now, what about... Uh, or if Von Bell would have came back, we'd have had Dax here with him. Now, in your opinion... Because uh, as we get ready to transition away from uh, Dax Hill, because both you and I would have a hundred million praises on Dax Hill, because we both are seeing what we saw in him when he got drafted. Uh, what about Cam Taylor Britt, C- Mr. CTB, Mr. Juice Gang? As long as he doesn't get injured, we, we kind of know what we got. We saw the preview of that on the, in the second half of the year. Yeah, we kind of, you kind of know. What but I'm just did. saying, like, what about that pick six? That that pick six, from what we saw, just and how you broke it down on what happened because they ran the zone. They obviously came out of the zone defense, yep. and basically, which we, we fooled them. And we fooled. We got Josh Dobbs. <laughs> we caught him looking. We flashed the guy. We caught him not looking. We caught right. him asleep at the wheel. Well, we had a blitz on the other end. That was you know. And he was more that, focused that was on you, trying to get away that, from that, that blitz. That was you know who coming on the blitz, by the way. That was Zach Hill. Yeah. That was Dax Hill on the blitz there. He, he wasn't blocking. He didn't want to keep getting hit right, by well, Dax. He got hit a couple times right in the mush. Oh, yeah. He got one hit by battle in the mush, right in the mush. Good to see them playing battle as well. I think that I think I think battle's probably going to be the starter next year. And battle might battle might even be the uh, the, the the tight end killer. We don't technically have one. I would like to have Dax doing all the things that he's doing. But uh, I wouldn't mind but, see, being but tight Cam end but Cam Taylor Britt just in how they've been using him. I've been impressed. Well, yeah. uh, he didn't have a greatest game last week, but this was a oh. good bounce back game for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was a da- this was a damn good bounce back game for him. 
So, with. Fuck you, Quentin. Fuck you. Thank you. Who? Who's Patrick Rose? Who's that? Who's that guy? I'm, fil- I'm recording a podcast, sir, so do not disturb. Oh, we all know Patrick Rose is going to fall off. Joe Burrow's as good as Jackson Mahomes. But anyway, well, as you can hear in the background, that is some some uh, delinquent that decided to come in here and uh, decide to interrupt things and with a horrible opinion. With a horrible opinion and take. Kind of an opinion like uh, Nick Wright. Wait a minute, you're kind of talking about the second best quarterback in the league, so you really can't even say anything. Can't say nothing. Uh, Anyway, back on back on topic. Back on topic. Let's focus. Yeah. With Cam Taylor Britt, I definitely think he's got. He's. This was an excellent bounce back game for him because last week wasn't one of his best showings either. Matter of fact, the whole defense it wasn't the best best showing this week. First half, what do you think? I think the first half it started off okay. Second half it was it was a little shaky. It wasn't until some critical turnovers. That critical turnovers and critical moments that basically the game pulled away. Well, no, I didn't expect to dominate these damn guys. I, I expected to beat them, and that's what we did. So I didn't expect to dominate them because Dobbs is actually just is breathing life into these guys. They didn't think they had a snowball chance, and you know what, of winning games at all. Probably why they turned him. They didn't want to turn to Clayton Toon, so they turned to Dobbs because at least he has a little bit of experience playing in the league. Yeah, like I said, their defense is very tricky. Like, you don't know all the names, right? But if these guys keep playing like this, you will know some of the names eventually. Yeah. They, they will probably get Buda Baker back, which will make them even better. Because <coughs> then they can use the two safeties the way they're supposed to, thankfully. Yeah, because they've been having to go away. And you, well, yeah. saw, and you, you saw, saw just miss- from what you explained to me. On the bottom, you saw the yeah. difference where if they're in the right spot, the communication probably would have been better. Oh, yeah. You know. But uh, that's why I said for this game, when I go over my offensive takeaways, you'll see why I said their defense, luckily, is missing a couple guys. And nope, one of those guys did play. The linebacker did. He did play. And Humphreys, the... Um, Humphreys played, so what's up, linebacker? Um, uh, Stills. I think I think I said Stills was out. He, he wasn't. He played. Yeah, no, no, Woods, Woods, it's Woods. It was, it was Jay, uh, Jay, Josh Woods. I didn't think he was gonna play. He did play. He did play. Caused some problems. Oh, yeah. And we did what I said. Go at Marco Wilson. That's why he had eight tackles. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. No, that goes without saying. Smart. And I didn't know if Hamilton was Defensively, play. a lot right, of the right. stuff that you called Hamilton, out Hamilton that you played. said that you saw when we were breaking down the different looks yep, 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 on defense yep. that the Cardinals were were likely that you said, oh, these are like these are the most likely looks that we're going to see. And you said. You see See, if you, see uh, the strong guy. Remember the guy said it was big, like a big defensive line uh, in. Yeah. And he tackled. Remember he moved outside. He's a big fucking dude. I'm like, no, this dude's three and a half. Big fuck, man. It's not a typical defensive end. That's why it's hard to. You don't get those looks on defense a lot. We got the end as big as the tackle. Like, wait a minute. Hold on, this guy's huge. 
Scott's not, he's not, a, he's not a tackle there. He has the ability of an end. He's just he's bigger. I'm like, that's a weird look. Yeah, no, because what I was saying. And, yeah, we, we, we made sure the big guy didn't make a bunch of tackles in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, remember both of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I think he, he had two tackles. Good. Fatu. Good. Yep. Fatu, they, they, they had, they had him contained well. Good. Now, uh, getting back on... Uh, a, lot on a lot of looping stuff. Yeah, but getting back on our defense, uh, with, what do you think of... Uh, how, yeah, what did you think of how uh, Hendrickson... Hendrickson was another one of my standouts. Because Hendrickson, they... He, he was my first standout, if you do remember. Yeah. I said if he plays, which he should play, He's my first standout because we matched up with Humphreys, and you saw what happened. He got lit up. You saw what happened. I said Humphreys got lit up like Christmas. He got lit up like goddamn fireworks. Well, but I said that Fourth of July. The pressure. You had yeah, you had him, and then you had uh, Dax Hill that were blitzing left and right. Uh, Even Battle had a couple blitzes. He had two blitzes. Yeah, you had uh, Hilton had a couple blitzes. That, yeah, forced some looks for them. Yeah, they were basically, and you know, Lou Anarumo typically doesn't like to blitz. Nope. He likes to rely on his defensive line to make all the pressure. But we got. We got some really heavy duty blitzers here. Yeah, especially that's what surprised me because a lot of the guys that we picked up in the, in the draft and the free agency, these are guys that like you knew like right when you had. As soon as I saw, I'd see Dax on the line because I saw Dax getting ready to blitz. I saw Nick Scott blitz. I think at least one get once uh, in this in the course of this game, like. I think there was one look where I saw like everybody, and I'm like, "Oh shit, they're definitely blitzing. They're sending, they're sending, putting in an overload package." And uh, I think, uh, yeah, what's uh, yeah, I think with with uh, Trey Hendrickson, uh, there's a reason why, and I know some people were. Wondering if they, if the Bengals would would uh, keep him after this year or not? Because last year I think he didn't he didn't quite hit double digit sacks. Uh, they were wondering if they were going to keep him. I said no. I said when they all made the offer, you see why now I see why they made that offer because he's been productive. He's been extremely productive for us. So I think what uh, how many sacks does that make on the year for him? Let's see. Are you ready yet? <laughs> Six? Six on the year? Well, hey, <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, he, but, uh, he already had three, huh? Jermaine Pratt st- stood out. Uh, yeah. Although, uh, Solid tackles. Yeah, he he made solid tackles. He, yep. I'm wondering if maybe he's hearing some of the comments of uh, online. I don't know. And that that uh, saying about how how he uh, likes to try to strip the ball instead of trying to tackle. Where you know that was my that that's been my whole my big gripe with him. Right. 
Where, you know, I've always said, like, I'd say before I'd say it, look, I love Pratt because I do. I think he's good. I think he's damn good. I think he's a damn good tackle. Damn good player. There's a reason why they brought him back. But when you go in to make a play, they already got the first down. Hit him. Get him to the ground. If you can, if you can force the ball loose while you're trying, while you're getting him to the ground, great. Even better. <laughs> but, yeah. but you gotta make sure you're making the hits. You gotta make sure you're taking him to the ground because you can't turn around and try to force the ball out while he still has the ball and he's upright and he's turning around to get another seven to ten yards on it. It just it doesn't make sense. But he did much much better. And if he's hearing this, hey, great job. I I believe in him because I think he could do I think he could do what he could. This is the type of play that I want to see out of him. But, uh, yeah, like I said, there's never never a form of me trying to hate on him or nothing like that. It's just me saying, hey, I don't think he's playing quite to what I think he's capable of. But... Do you have any other additional things you want to take away on your? Uh, you have any other additional takeaways, Will? Let's see. That gives us uh, six interceptions and uh, fifteen sacks on the end. Well, that's for Trey Anderson. No, that's the no, it's the whole, whole team. Oh shit! Six interceptions, fifteen sacks. Because they had two. I think they had two against Cleveland. Yep. I think they had. I don't think there was one against Baltimore. I don't think there was two against. I know there was two against the. Yeah, two against the uh, Rams. One against Ball. One against the Titans. And then two against. Yeah. So yeah, it sounds about right. So. Yeah, they give Henderson a whopping six. Yeah. And then uh, where are we sitting as far as sacks? We're tied with a. Uh, we're tied with this. Yeah. Uh, I think we are officially. I mean, Trey Anderson's look at he's tied for second in the league. It's actually God damn. I know. Watt has eight. But remember, he, <laughs> but remember, he had that and damn near, you know. Yeah, that damn near in the first game last year. Let's see. We're, uh, yeah, we're tied. We're, we're fourth in the league in interceptions. Okay, so we're fourth in the league in interceptions. Dallas got seven. Buffalo has eight. We're tied yeah. with Tampa with six. I about to say that would that would put you up in in, in tops. Okay, so much better. Uh, Both those numbers puts us up in the top. So the much better thing. My only other takeaway I've got, and I'm going to throw this out there, and you tell me your thoughts. It's a much better, much better showing. The only issue I had, the much better showing overall, still not the best game I've seen, but a much better showing. The big, the big takeaway that I have is why are we not attacking the middle of the field? Last year and the year before, you know, defensively. Defensively, why are we not attacking the middle of the field? Because if you look at it, Zach Ertz had, Zach Ertz took us apart there. But we, we, yeah, but no. But we limited his catches, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they touchdown, yes. Yes, yes, he did. 
But only and had two catches Tennessee, total. Tennessee, they kept attacking us across the middle. So, I mean, you know. I'm like, that's, we that, also, that's a... Uh, we also didn't blitz them like we did like we did Arizona. No, 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 I, I get that. Had we blitzed them more, we probably could eliminate some of that. But I'm just saying, across the middle, like once the second half, well, like during the second half, it got more under control. But... Uh, I mean, you know, it seemed like, seem like they're still like not quite attacking the middle of the field like they well, should. The league is a throw the ball over the middle. League now. More so True. than it used to be. The league overall tends to like, I see what you're saying, the league overall tends to like to attack the outside. Because it's harder to throw the ball. Like, all, like Look, it's harder to throw the ball. You can throw the ball short and outside. It's harder to throw the ball deep down the sideline. It's harder to throw the ball, you know, like at the line of scrimmage against Lottie Arks. No, so you that. have to go in the middle of the field. Now, especially on the opposite end against our defenses. Against some of these offenses, like a Buffalo and a Kansas City. Yeah, you're going to typically say, all right, you can beat us throwing our knees, so be it. But there's some teams, like the teams we're playing, that's their strength. Is, that's where they're going to throw the ball anyway, for the most part. Yeah. And no. I was like, I was almost daring them to throw the ball on the outside because you saw Turner. And can't tell it, Britt. Dang, they're almost having interceptions. Like two or three, uh, both of them, a piece. Yeah. Turner, he, just, he had one, he just didn't quite get his hands on it, right? No, I get that. He actually was two of them. And can't tell it, Britt could add another one. And Logan Wilson could add one. Pratt had one. Okay, great. Got an interception. They had tipped up. No. Yeah, and then, and then he ended up knocking the wind out of himself. Okay, it happens when you fly 240 in the air. You know. You know. When you fly 240 in the air like that, that's it is what it is. So, uh, any other additional takeaways, sir? Um, because I think I think overall the D line overall I think the D line did pretty did well. Uh, all right, you want to give a letter grade for them? Letter grade with the defensive line. Like again, like I said, this wasn't their best. It's one their best. It was their best performance. I'm gonna say a B for them. I'm gonna be minus. Okay. But you know, he's gonna add two and a half sacks. You know, with uh, linebackers. Total. What would you? What would your letter grade be for them? I think they. they I think they played a little bit better. They were a B today. A B. Okay. Yeah, that's about they, what I they had. Did okay against the run. That technically, the two. The the one of the two runs that was long was a, a broken you know it was a broken you talking about that broken like uh, ran the wrong way cut back there I'm like wow that was pretty nifty that doesn't yeah. happen often and it was a big play and then the other one the other one was a big play which is running back more yeah it was a big run well other than that you take that away I'm telling you they got fifty something yards rushing and then the secondary I, I'm gonna give the secondary I'd give uh, B plus. Secondary, I, I also agree with you, B+. Plus. They almost got an A. Yeah, because... Because there were a couple more plays. Because they, they, did, they did excellent overall. Yeah, a couple of... Yeah, they got a couple of touchdowns on us. They, uh, well, they, they schemed the one. They schemed the one touchdown. And I, somehow we got Davis out there. That's about Hollywood Brown with no help over the top. Yep. Yeah. We blitzed. They picked it up. They called the right play at the right time. And it was a touchdown. Had that been had that been somebody else like Dax Hill, it might not have been a touchdown. Might not. Might no, not. I get that. So, but, uh, he would someplace, so. but secondary, yeah, secondary did did well. Uh, 
All, all, all facets of the of the defense did well. Uh, still, not their best. Not best as a complete unit. No. Uh, what would you say as a complete unit? A complete unit. Um, I'd say a. Given the fact that we uh, that we did the one thing I said, also I said time of possession. I'd say a. We got them off the field. Whether it be turnover or, or third down, they were four of eleven on third downs. Yep. That's that's all you can ask. That's yep. all you can ask. Yeah. If you stop a team on third down, you just get the ball back to the offense. And and once I get some offensive keys, we did the thing I said to do. Oh my god, did we do it's like they hurt us. It's like Zach Taylor listened to the podcast yesterday and said, Nope, we're changing it. We're changing the game plan. We're going to what Will said. <laughs> We're gonna do what he said. You know, defensively, Lou kind of always does what I said. He kind of always got some extra, extra sauce for him. He don't blitz a lot, but damn it, and then you couldn't tell today. When you, when you fucking listen, you couldn't tell today, Lou, that he don't blitz. He blitz, he blitz when we have to, and it's effective when we do. So. Oh yeah, and he does it. He puts it. He puts together a beautifully masterful play. So. I think uh, overall, I would say A for as a complete unit. Yeah, what do you think? Well, uh, the defense played really good. I go B plus. I think our A plus. Okay. I think our A game is devastating. We play an A game. It's devastating. It doesn't. It doesn't allow. It does a lot of the same things we just saw. Okay. Well. All right, so at this point, we are going to transition into offense because that's where we have a little bit more to talk about. Oh, my God. There's a lot to talk about on the offense. So on that note, we will transition into that and uh, get ready for the offensive takeaways and standouts. Alrighty, folks, we are back with the offensive takeaways of the show. I'm going to go ahead and start with I'm going to go ahead and start this time. Are you okay with that? Or did you have something you wanted to put in? Uh, first off, our fearless leader, one Joseph Lee Burrow. I'll tell you what, the man looked good. The man looked good. Was able to show a lot more mobility. <laughs> Able to evade uh, and protect himself in the pocket. I think what the final what the final stat line? Correct me if I'm wrong. He had 317 yards with three touchdowns. I think he went like what was it, 30 for 35? Oh, or a matter of fact, one one second, I will check too. So, trust me, it was it was a good it was a good stat line. Uh, 36 for 46. That's what it was. Yeah, it went 36 for 46, and the average is 6.9 yards per attempt. Three touchdowns with a QBR rating of 65.2. I would say at this point, you tell me. I think Joe Burrow's back, or or he's close to being back. What do you think? Almost 100% to me. He, he he looked he you saw a lot of shades of, of shades of uh of true of traditional Joe Burrow. Uh, 
He even had a 10-yard scramble. Yeah. Yeah, the 10-yard scramble he did. What, what the most impressive thing to me is, like I said, if you look at my, uh, if you listen to the play call, uh, the, uh, the play calling sort that we had, about the, him not being able to move in the pocket. Well, he looked a lot better today moving in the pocket. Oh, yeah, no, without that saying. That was the key. That was the key to the whole offense. So if he can move in the pocket a little bit more, we can design better plays, which we did. They call him what, a lot better today. And then uh, a lot more aggressive, a lot more physical. It, it got a little, it got a little stale down in the down once you got pet, got into the into the red zone. But uh, yeah, that's because we didn't use all our tight end packages. Yeah, no, I get that. But uh, <laughs> overall, we looked overall. Joe Joe looked fantastic. Uh, running backs. Joe. Joe had almost 100 yards. I would have liked to have seen his uh, average per carry go up some because it looks like it was 3.2 a carry. If I'm, if I, if that sounds about right. I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but he carried. He have about 25 carries, which basically, like you said, that's going to be a. That was more important. That was more important. We had to get I, I get the ball to him. Uh, not a 14, not a 16. I said 25. I said that. Yeah, look, you said 20, you said 20 plus. It has to be 20 plus. It has to be. I don't care. The yardage amount doesn't even matter. It's the punishment you deal out on the other end to the other team. And, but we, the, won, and we won what? What did we win? We won the game. And what else did we win for the second time? The time of possession. I yes. said that. Yes, sir. We don't win the time of possession. I mean, it's going to be hard to win the games. We can win any game we win the time possession. Yeah, you're not wrong. We'll probably win every game we win the time possession. If so they come out and play like this. Just time possession. Just converting third downs. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna have to be the uh Yeah, be the uh the theme going forward. Uh yeah, Joe Yeah, because his longest run it looked like was about ten yards. Would have liked to have seen him get a touchdown or two, or at least get that get that average per carry up. Well, we got one um, on the goal line. It says knee was down. Remember that fourth down? Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. But uh, uh, really overall, good. really close. He did exactly what we what we said was going to be a key to the game. Right. He, he didn't uh, dance. Right. He didn't dance. Right. Oh yeah. He, he hit them holes. He didn't do a good job. No, he tried to punish guys, and I'm like, yes. And he, that's what you want to see. Punishing them because you know. Chase Brown and Evans and I mean uh, Chase Brown and uh, Evans and uh, and uh, Williams they're not a pundit they're not punishing running backs they're never gonna be yeah we need them to, we need them to make guys miss we need you to run over some guys and what I loved and then as we go into the receiving game I loved what they did with Jamar I love what they did with the receivers in general the receivers. Because they were, they schemed. You could tell that they really put together a game plan to scheme Jamar open. They put a they put together a game plan to scheme all those receivers open. Jamar, of course, had a fucking field day. Went fifteen, yeah, went, uh, 15, rece- uh, fifteen receptions for 192 yards, averaging 12.8 yards per carry. With three touchdowns, longest being 63 yards, targets 19. Yeah. I'm like, damn. That's what you got to do. That's what you have to do. You say his eyes open? 
Yeah. So let's go ahead and hit that 7-Eleven, right? Doors open? Yeah. Let's go out there and find out. Go ahead and test that, th test that theory. Look, looks to be about right to me. I haven't seen where he's been wrong yet. Oh, no. It goes without saying. Got to prove it. It was CM Punk line. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. For the rest of the teams out there, prove me wrong. Trent Irwin, solid game. Had eight, had eight receptions. Has he had more targets? No, never. Yeah. Never had as many targets after that. Yeah. It's great. But I'm just saying he had a solid game. Yes, yeah. Even targets. for just even for just under hundred yards. Great, yeah. Seven point yard five yards per carry for a number four receiver. No, he had a solid game. You throw the ball out there to your number four receiver ten times. If you catch eight of them, that's a great game. Tyler Boyd had six receptions for thirty nine yards, averaging six point five per carry. He just did enough. Yeah, he he did enough he to move the chains a couple times. We needed yeah. a couple third downs and he got a couple of them. But but you also noticed, and I think even you noticed this from what I saw, they were they were heavy they were locked on him heavy, which freed up Jamar. Well yeah, because they did what I said. Yeah, they were locked on him heavy. Yeah. Uh, Joe they, 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 if Antonio Hamilton played, which I wasn't sure, remember, I said he was questionable. He did play, and I did say, remember, he'd go inside, and Clark would cover the other. And Marco Wilson actually followed Chase around a couple times, which I did. No, that's the guy to throw at. Remember, I said that. He had eight tackles because we kept throwing out there. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's we, what we, I said. We, we did exactly what we supposed to. We victimized him. You know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, also Joe Mixon had four receptions for a total of 13 yards with 3.3 per, yeah. per attempt. Longest being eight yards. Yossi Vaz. Is it Yossi Vaz or Yossi Vaz? It's Yossi Vaz. All right. Uh, shout out to, Yo to Andre Yossi Vaz. If I mispronounced your name uh, and you listening to this podcast by any chance, whether it's Apple Podcast or Spotify, put the, put the correct pronunciation. Or if anybody wants to shout that out to me or put it on the uh, Rule the Jungle podcast Facebook page. Feel free. Hey, at least it gives us a chance to understand and uh, make sure that we're uh, going forward. Because especially if we're going to be co covering the Bengals, <laughs> since we'll be covering we cover the Bengals. Hey, it gives us a chance to make sure. Hey, we're calling you guys. We're calling you guys out right. Uh, Kwame Lasseter, first fucking catch in the fucking of his NFL career. First catch too, right? Yep, both. Yeah, the two. Yeah, two yeah, two guys that they had their first ever catches. Uh, Kwame Lasseter, the son of Kwame Lasseter the second. Kwame Lasseter the first, he was a former Arizona Cardinal anyway. Yeah, it was a nice little homecoming for him. Yeah, Chase Bounds first catch too. Yep, same here. So Alright. I will acknowledge first. Yes I will. And then uh Defensive stats. Yeah, we already went through defense. Uh, offensive line. What did you think of the game today overall? Well, they were real physical in the run game. Even though, like I said, I thought Arizona would try to outnumber us. They but it did, seemed like they, they were. It seemed like they were better prepared for what was going to be thrown at them. Sure, we were able to just we were able to line up and say, you know what? Haven't been running the football with power inside the tackles. Here it is. Put the tight ends out there. We did put sample Wilcox out there. Let's, let's go more now. Let's go after him. Yeah. Let's, let's go after him inside, inside the tackles. Let's go after him. Yeah. Let, let, let's make this. And a this was another. This was another game that was a much much better showing. 
Uh, I think it's still, I think each game, I, I want to see them build on to each game. Yeah, build on it. And take build it on the previous previous week. If it's a win, build on what you did right in that to build to put towards the next put towards the next opponent. Sure, but don't be stagnant. And don't be stagnant because I think I think that's what happened with Tennessee. They came out stagnant. Like they might have been smell they might have very well been smelling themselves a little bit. Potentially. Not saying that's for certain, but it might it's always a chance. But just partake uh, this just just on intrigue alone. I'm very interested. This is uh, I'm very interested in this Rams Cardinals game that's happening next week. Since we play both teams. Yeah. And I can see that both teams are after breaking out both teams, the matchup again, that that should be one hell of a game. That's a very even game. It's a very evenly tight game. On two teams that could get two teams that are basically I think they might be fighting each other out for the wild card. Which I never would have thought. I never would have thought that at all. Yeah. Adam is two of the worst teams in the league. No, I get I that. may have to change my tune a little bit because there's other teams in the NFC that they're just not performing well and there's no, you know, that's in there's gonna turn around magically. Yeah, but to get back to our offense, no, I got, I got way more. Uh, the offense, I got way more expectation for our offensive line. Our receivers, I know how good our receivers are. Because our Even offensive line, yeah, our offensive line, and I got, I got to hand it to them. Uh, yeah, I got to hand it to them. They did well. Physical. Uh, the, the physical at the point of attack. You know, come on, we yeah. had. They blocked to the whistle blown. Yeah, 27 first down. A couple times, I think there was a couple of spots where I saw that I think they weren't used to Joe being as mobile, and they kind of got slowed up a little bit. They got to be able to come out at that point of attack and make sure that they finish and get to the second level. But yeah, they're overall. I was very well, very, very impressed. I think uh, the Bengals, and if you, uh, which also too, which we're going to use this. We're going to use this because we went through each position. Uh, what uh, matter of fact, we didn't cover tight ends, so we'll cover tight ends real fast, and then we're going to go into play calling as a whole for okay. this game. So, we'll, uh, go right, ahead and cool. give me your thoughts on the tight end, and I'll give you mine. My thoughts on the tight end is this. Okay. Eric Smith almost had his first Bengals touchdown after a holding penalty in the end zone. Yeah. I still right. think, though, uh, yeah. I don't know. I still have my I still have my concern. I still have my, uh, my thoughts with Irv Smith of being, I don't know if he is a good scheme fit. Uh, we gotta use him right now. That's the only thing I wonder is if he's gonna be a good scheme fit. Uh, I think he could be. Because, you know, there there is a there's a hole in our offense a little bit. Yeah. That he could fill just not in the traditional role. No, I get that. Sample and Wilcox did. Uh, sample, sample actually blocked a little bit better than Wilcox. Wilcox was in it. He was in a couple tough. He was in a, in a couple tough situations where he had the you know reach and a couple of reach blocks he didn't quite seal off. Like that fourth down one, he didn't quite get his head up you know, across the guy. Yeah, so yeah. Kind of like bothered the plug on. But I mean, Nixon still damn near scored on the fourth down anyway. Yeah. You know. Other than that, you know, I mean, we don't throw it to them a lot anyway. So I'm saying, it's gonna yeah, be, we're not it's a we're tiny. not an offense that 
that specifically targets the tight end. It could. We're not like now. We're not like a Kansas City, which Kansas City. What would you say about eighty to? I wouldn't say eighty. I would say like. I say well, fifty to sixty percent of the, their the, throws the, are the, the throws, with it with the tight end in mind. The throw. Well, if you look at today's game, yes. <laughs> if you go about today's game, oh yeah, they they, they lean. That's on, why, like, I'm surprised. A lot, but that's why I'm surprised. I am. That's why, truthfully, I'm surprised that Kansas City won today. I Just did, simply did. off of the fact that they lack it. They lack any explosive playmakers outside of Kelsey. And Kelsey's got a lower ankle sprain. And we don't know. I don't know. Is that an injury that he could miss some time? Yeah, so if he misses some time, you know what's going to happen with that. He's going to obviously miss a game or two. Maybe. With that potentially, but he uh, came back in the game and you know he looked okay. He didn't look great. It might be caught a few more passes, but uh, I don't think he looked. Yeah, he didn't look too uh, happy about it either when he heard him. But uh, it get, was a non-contact too. But getting back to what, uh, getting back to the tight ends. I mean, if our we didn't have like greatest uh, receiving core, I mean, we had the best receiving core in the league, and we yeah, probably can know his tight ends a little bit more. Yeah, true. But, you know, the offense isn't set up to go to them right now. Anyway, it, it's never going to be, technically. Because Eric Smith is not a check down guy. He's not a check down in the middle guy. He's not. He well, is, a, but, he is yeah. a vertical tight end receiver. He's a vertical up the seams guy. And if we're not doing that, you've seen on the touchdown, he was really wide open. Yeah. Got grabbed because he misjudged his speed. I'm like, he's running right by you. Yeah. You know. But then, but in certain looks, we have to have the other guys out there to have the threat of the run. You're not wrong. You're not as much of a threat of the run when Earthman's out there because he's not the best blocker of the tight ends that we got. I mean, he tries. I'll give, I give him that. He ain't one of the worst blockers we ever had. No, he tries. He tries hard. Yeah. But you know, he got physical limitations. He's good, bro. He's good, more like a flexed out tight end. That's what he is. Nothing wrong with that. I would love to put him in the backfield more and throw him passes. In other words, have him come oh, out, yeah. flat, have him go out yeah. in the flat. Yeah, yeah. Or, maybe, uh, or maybe, in other words, maybe, in other words, maybe we, run him as an H back. In other words, maybe run him as an H back. Wheel routes, yeah. Up, yeah. Up the seam, up the sideline, you know, right? You can start off in the backfield and flex him. Because he is deceptively fast. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 If you're not, you know, if you let him get like shoulder, shoulder whistling, shoulder to shoulder, he can outstride the linebackers. Okay. You know, Cardinals don't have a lot of big, early linebackers, right? They got fast linebackers. Yeah. Hey, he ran right by the guy. I'm like, yeah, got that sticks up on you. All right. You know. So, so just, I think in, t- in time, in time, there'll probably be a couple games where he catches a couple passes and catches a couple touchdowns. And you say, where'd that come from? I'm like, well, it, it's because, you know, you got, you got that sneaky speed, you know. You only need it when we, when we need it. And I think, in, 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 especially in like the uh, like the goal line situations, I would not have been surprised. We faked it on that fourth down. That would have been great. It would have been. They would have been there. Come over here, Linda, for a minute. You know, that that that's something to be. You know, 
that's something to be said. So no, that goes without saying. Uh, you know? So now we're going to transition into because um, my thoughts as far as uh, before we transition into play calling, offensive play calling. Okay, then you that uh, the thoughts overall with the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they're not going to be the way the offense is designed. And this is just a design flaw that we naturally don't utilize the tight ends as much as we probably should. Um, I could see some upcoming games where the tight ends could be a factor. San Francisco, potentially. Um, San Francisco being one. We need Earth Speed. Yes, because their defense is very hard-nosed, smash-mouth. Uh, I could see... It's fast in the front seven. Yeah, them, Pittsburgh, when we face them for the first time. Oh, yeah, they, they would be surprised. Buffalo. They'd be surprised. By this. Yeah, Buffalo's going to be another one. And then, obviously, uh, I would say Minnesota and Cleveland. Yeah, we didn't use them as much as Cleveland. So. Yep. So... Uh, in those games, those are going to be games that we're going to definitely need to utilize or at least look at utilizing the speed of one Irv Smith Jr. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and transition before we yeah to the final part of this where we will talk about offensive play calling because that seems to have been a hot-button topic. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I think this is a game that the offensive play calling was much better. Still needed some heavy improvements. It, it, it showed it showed that it just showed that you know if you uh, break this down and see what we have weapon-wise, considering that the offensive line and the way Joe was feeling and he's feeling better, they can do more things with. I was hoping to see a little more this, you know, quick strike offense. Previous games, which would have helped. Yeah. Would have helped. Oh, yeah, would have very much helped. So, but uh, overall, coming into this game, I think they felt a sense of urgency. I think they needed, they knew they needed to, something needed to happen. Back against the wall. The backs were against the wall. They're like, hey, we got to do something. Can't go down one and four. Can't. They still, we still got a, we still got a opponent, Kent and uh, Seattle coming up. That I think. Oh, and I forgot to say that Kansas City would be one that uh, we could use to earn speed. Sure, it, 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 yeah. But anyway, getting back onto the play call. We need the we need the play calling to be more aggressive. We need them to come out. We need to add the red zone execution was not great, not by any stretch. Because you don't turn around and uh, run it. You don't turn around and run it. Run it up the gut in the red zone. You run it to the out. You bounce it to the outside, or. Uh, what? Well, I mean, their their play calling in the red zone was very predictable. Cut a cap smash in there. I think if they if they would have ran it up the middle, I would have loved to have seen it. I would have loved to have seen 
because they don't like to use a fullback. They don't like to use at least a traditional fullback. I would have loved to have seen them use either Wilcox or Sample, put them back as a fucking H-back, and run them up and run. If they want to run it up the middle, give a little extra protection for Joe, for Joe Mixon. To say, boom, pow, and touchdown. I thought we would just ran the ball behind Atlanta Brown and Bolson. That would actually make more sense. That too. I'm not disagreeing. I keep saying that. Like, we get down these short yards. Well, but you know, but you know that they're right instead of running the ball. But you know, there's a couple of plays that uh, they're still well, going to talk shit about. They're still going to talk shit about Bolson because Bolson had a couple of plays that missed plays. He's playing better. Look, he's playing better than two thirds of the guards in the league, even the high expensive. Oh, I agree. You just don't see it because because they, they zero in on him. No, I get it's what you're saying. A, let's let's look at last year and credit this year. That's not true. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't because Joe was hurt. That doesn't make him not the second best quarterback in the league. I don't care who's playing what and doing whatever. Look at Josh Jobs. He has two interceptions all year. Well, bam, there you go. Yeah, there, there's his first interception right there. there no, go. I get that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. No, I get that. You're welcome. I 100% get that. Uh, what do you want to? So, with that being said, before we get into, was there anything else you wanted to add in on this uh, particular topic? No, I, I was quite, uh, I was quite. Get a grants with Chase. He's always open. I know. Don't all right. So, with that being said, what was your thoughts on special teams overall? Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was decent. Irvin was really good. What? Irvin was really good. His pump returns are really good. Yeah. Really, really, really oh, good. Okay, yeah, Trent and Irwin. That was really good. They're really good. I zoned out for they a second. Flipped. I'm like, Ir- I'm like Irvin? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I zoned out for a well, You forgot because he's the starting receiver. Yeah, you forgot yeah. he got there on once. I'm like, yeah. yeah. They were Because really right good. now, Charlie Jones is on IR. So. I know, I know. He had, he had four, he had three really good pump returns. And he had one decent one. Yeah. You know, he was aggressive, and he almost didn't fair catch any of them. And he got nine yards at least on every single one of them. And the one was, I'm not sure how long the first one was. The first one was really good. Because I'm with you. I think he did, I'm with you. I think he did extremely I, I, I well. I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah, I think he did extremely well, on, surprisingly, yeah. for not being used to. He had uh, four pump returns for 68 yards. The long was 28 yards. Damn. But I said the first one was really good. It helped us. We came, remember, we came out and stopped them. Yeah. It helped us get the field position quicker. Twenty. Yeah. Man, take it down, score a touchdown. I mean, that I, that was really the game there. Going out and scoring first, that gave us all the confidence to go forward. Like, yeah. Oh, we can do this. We can win this game. We, yeah. That's where we had to. So. Getting rolling. Back what forward. I think. Uh, yeah, he did really good. Uh, first, first touchdown. Uh, in the first quarter. Yeah. All year. And. Oh, also. It, it bumped up our uh, 10 and a half uh, points per game. Average. Yeah, true. Which was last in the league. We bumped it up. There you go. Right? Yep. And screw, then, you, uh, screw you, Pittsburgh. You stay down there. I don't know about you, but uh, we're going to get off subject just to, for real quick. But then we'll get right back onto it. I kind of see why. We haven't seen much of uh, Travion Williams because you look at like you look at offensively when he was in. Did you remember that one particular play where Joe was trying to hand him the ball? It was an audible, and he came and he came out. Just, it, was, it was an audible. He was trying to hand him the ball, and he was trying to. He was trying to go into pass protection. He 
had a lapse of thought and literally basically Joe like, Wade went on his buddy and we thought he was gonna I thought he was hurt. Nope, I knew he had to just get down. The play was busted. It was a busted play. I saw it. I was like, well as long as he didn't run and get tackled and broke. Yeah. Well he did right. Go down. Just go down, it's fine. And, I uh, thought we should just ran the football anyway. I don't even know what we're doing. Well anyway. Run the ball and run it out. It doesn't matter. With Travion's lapse of thought seems like I've noticed, which is why we don't have a stand that we don't have a technical stand out of running back two. Well, no, uh, I don't think we need a stand out at this point because what it's looking like is they're not going to play an awful lot from what I'm saying anyway. This is what I'm saying. They're not playing them. And, and they're not playing them. These things don't happen that often, right? Yeah. So, okay. So one of them gets their shit together totally, like you said. None of them are going to play a whole lot. So, yeah, Chase been out there for a couple plays. And Travion out there for a couple plays. And I don't even remember if Evans still played it on. I don't know if he played it on. I don't know. No, I understand. So, hey, back on. It, it's funny. I want Evans to get carries. I'm not sure why he's not falling out of good graces. Is it just because of injury? What was? I, he was in on special teams, though. I know. But, I mean, I want him to get the ball on a run play. Yeah, so. Give him a draw. Give him a screen. Give him, a, give him something. Give him something. Clearly, he catches the football. Yeah. We saw it last year. He, he's the best of the four catching the ball. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Runs the better routes, everything. So, with that being said, uh, getting back on the special teams. Uh, yeah. Do you see... I don't know that I, I'm beginning to wonder if Travion may be working his way out of out of uh, out of Cincinnati, if not by the end of this year, early part of next year, because it seems sure. like I mean, they're really not using him. Him and him nor uh, Chris Evans, because something tells me I think they're going to probably go for a, go for a running back next year. Well, you know what they're not going to go for a punt. Look, again, you like again, Robbins? Again. You like Robbins? For the second consecutive week. <laughs> you're sold on Robbins. And another 59-yard punt. So, in other words, you're sold on uh, Brad Robbins. I mean, what more you want the kid to do? He averaged 50-plus last week. He averaged 48 this week. He had another one inside the 20. He had a 59-yard punt. No, you're not wrong. What more you want him to do? Other than throw a pass or... Go out and play running back. And to the drunk guy that kept calling him Drew Christman. That's Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> call him whatever you want. He got it. Little... Bring back Drew Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can call me Drew Christmas all you want. Robbins is fine. I said he would be. He, he's fine. He's fine. He's, he's not hurting us. He's not hurting the team at all. Oh, no, not at all. Because our coverage was already good anyway. Yeah. Led by those guys, you know. So, with that being said, are you ready to transition into final sure, thoughts? Sure, because I never have to say anything about Automatic. I don't say nothing. Oh, go ahead and say what you want to say about Automatic. I, have to say, I never have to say anything. He made two field goals. Duh. <laughs> what are you going to do? He does it all the time. Oh, okay. That, and uh, Cincinnati, to the Bengals organization, he is no longer Money Mac. Nope. He is Evan Automatica. 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 Because the man damn near don't miss. He only missed once. And, so, and I said he wouldn't miss at home anymore the rest of the year. So, Evan Automatica McPherson is his name. Doing his thing every week. Doing his thing every week. So, fine. transitioning into final thoughts, sir. What was your final takeaways from the game? Well, we just, you know, we played with a lot more sense of urgency. played with a lot more physical. We won the turnover battle. We won the, the actual um, line, uh, time possession. We won the line of scrimmage. 
their running game basically it was it wasn't no it was two plays that pushed them over. You you look at the stats. And say, oh, oh, I think we gave 123 yards rushing it. Yeah, we did, but that was two plays basically. They had a 46 run, a yard running, a 38 yard running. Take those away. What you got? Oh, you got damn it nothing. Yeah. Because they, they got damn it nothing. They got those two plays, and that's it. Yeah, because the one was a busted play that busted. Uh, it is what it is. that they. Uh, I think it wasn't. What was he it? Uh, he ran to the back of his own guy, and I'm like, what the hell is so, this? Hold on. What was it? <laughs> Who's the who's the slot guy? I think is Rondell uh, Moore. Rondell Moore. Sure. Yeah, it was one that was a that was a direct snap to Rondell Moore. That sure, uh, it was a fake yeah. it was a wide receiver, fake wide receiver. That was that was a good play. Yeah, and, and that wasn't but, a bad but, play. But, it, but, it, it, but um, it was a good block actually. Hilton tried to blitz in there to knife the gap. If he just holds his position, that play doesn't go anywhere. Without question. No, it goes the other play, Look. Connor ran in the back of his damn guy, right? I'm like, oh, what the hell? He ran to the back of his own guy, spun around, came back the other way. And I'm like, what shit? Uh, what happened there, right? Yeah. What happened there? It wasn't just, oh, that's a great running. But it was, on. but like going into what I'm getting ready to say. You've seen like, all the other runs he had. Yeah, right? no, goes without saying. No, I agree with you. It was very limited. It's, uh, we played with a much more of a sense of urgency. We need to play like that the rest of the year. More based on offense. We're better than that. Because so offensively, we're better than most of the team. We're better than a good percentage of the teams that we're up against this year. Better than with all of them. So, there's only, I think. Because there's only a few of them that have better play calling offensively. There's yeah, only, yeah, you're there's right. Only a few of the upper teams that got better play calling. Yeah, you're season. right. You're right. It's not uh, that many, but there is quite a few. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, where, where our talent can't just overcome everything. No, we gotta have a decent play call. Play with a little more, and we come with urgency. You see the defenses. I still say that. I still say the first big. I still say the first big uh, challenge we're gonna have. It's, it's right there. It's right there in front of us. It was the first challenge of the year. I said anyway. It's that you thought that you thought Arizona was gonna be. Measure, no, nope. I said the first real measuring stick to see if we could, you know, if we can get this thing done or not. It's right there, sitting there in San Francisco. Probably gonna be undefeated. Good. I don't mind giving them the front loss. Great. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. We know so, we can. We played these guys tooth and nail the last couple times. You know. So every win going forward is gonna need to be a must win. A lot of people thinking because the, the goal right now, the goal right now is to get to 500. Going into the bye week, just one more week away. Great. Which after next week, which we'll have our uh, we'll have you we'll have our usual pregame dis- we'll pregame discussion, which usually we do it over dinner. We'll have our uh, pregame discussion going over the game plan and what we're our my forty nine pregame is going to be special. Yeah, so it's going to be special. We'll have our pregame. Discussion for Seattle. Try to have Brock Purdy come on this. <laughs> I love that Brock Purdy coming to podcast. It'd be great. Of course you would. Probably not gonna happen. We're probably gonna sit there and roast Brock Purdy. I wouldn't roast Brock Purdy. His name is Brock Purdy. I don't need to say anything else other than that. I'm gonna roast Brock Purdy. Fuck him. His <laughs> name is Brock Purdy. He don't need to anyway, be roasted. We do. Anyway, He's already roasted by that name. Well, that's okay. Anyway, basically, to make a long story short. We played with a much bigger sense of urgency, offensively, defensively, and special teams wise. I think offense. We need to offensive line. Yeah. Each week, let's build on to what 
what we did for what we did right for the week before, figure out where we need to tune it up and come out with a sense of aggression. I wanted that continued aggression. Let's increase the aggression every week. Every week there's an increased aggression. That's a much bigger sense of urgency. So I think offensively we did that. Joe looked a lot better. Joe looked like the Joe of old. Agree or disagree? He looked more like the Joe. He looked more like the Joe that we're used to seeing. Sure. So we just he still looked a little bit, uh, a little bit, a little bit limited, but not a little bit missing. A little bit, not a lot. And let's just hope in the weeks to come that hey, that that becomes a thing of the past because I'm telling you right now. See where we can do this every Right now, yeah, right now they're still picking us to be. There's you got the national media ready to pick the bones clean uh, they're saying that we're dead in the water and I'm going to say this and this goes out to one Mr. Nick Wright fuck you never dead in the water brother. so guy. fuck you Nick Wright so can't be dead in the water but on that note on that note this is our post game discussion we're going to go ahead and call it a day so, but before we go be sure, if you like what we're doing, give us a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Also, too, if you want to see some exclusive content of what we put out, follow the Rule uh, follow the Rule the Jungle podcast Facebook page. Because there's going to be some stuff that we'll post up that, hey, we're not posted anywhere else, but it'll be available to watch on the uh, Facebook page. So... On that note, who day? Have a good night, and we will see you all the next Friday as we prepare for Seattle. Who day, and have a good one.